Are we going to get the intro? We do podcasts by nature, it's in our blood. Steady posting the magic and spreading love. Four guys on the pod every week. Live Twitch feed for the fans. What a treat. Find us on the internet with all the pods. Stacking up downloads so we become demigods. There ain't no limit to our peak. Fortune and fame is all we ever see. Everyone listen to a new love today. That's a new drop. It was so clean. It was clean. We gotta get the intro. <laughs> you guys laid out perfectly. <laughs> Kyle just um, did an impression of his own mom. <laughs> Where's the intro, Kyle? <laughs> I heard the episode. I don't like it. I don't like the thing they're doing with my voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a question, fellas. I got a question. So this is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna circle the wagon here. Um, just one. So <laughs> just one, just one. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> he just walks around it. That's Joe circling the wagon. Gonna circle the wagon here. Uh, so <laughs> obviously we're all from different eras. Um, so and areas. And areas. Uh, so our attachment to celebrities tend to be different. Um, I grew up in a, a the digital age more so where social media is more prevalent. You have more access to uh, the people you want to communicate with, the people who you listen to, watch, and blah, 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 blah. So I was wondering, there are people who I actively root for their career. And when they have like breaks or certain things like i'm it makes me happy because i've watched their success do you right. guys have that attachment to say a celebrity a musician or someone else well i think the way you word it is right like if it's someone you've kind of been following for a while or like it's kind of a hipster thing where it's like oh i knew them before yeah. they got big but like that does happen i mean you're going to be fans of people you're going to find people doing stuff all over the place so yeah I think so, yeah, and I think you're right. It's it's more now than before because you can see like their beginnings. Yeah, you see they're doing more stuff of the online. Yeah, because it's so much easier to put stuff out there now that you can find stuff like that. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm. usually it's podcasters. Honestly, I was say, do you have like any uh, examples of somebody you may root for in their success? This is all um, culminating with I have one. Oh, you have an example. Yes. Um. Well, when one of the Doughboys, Mike Mitchell, got a big part in the Tomorrow War, mm. that was a big deal. So I was happy about that because um, he'd always done random TV and stuff, but like that was his first like big movie part. So that was a big fun moment, I think. Solid, Greg. And now he's going to be in uh, the Twisted Metal show, so that'll be fun. I think one example I have is like Kumail Nanjiani. Like when mm, I first started listening to podcasts, one. he was a guest, you know, because he was friends with all the Chicago or New York comics when he came up. And then as he's gotten bigger, muscler, muscleier, <laughs> bigger, he's you know, in a new Hulu show. He was in the Eternals. He's got his own show. He had a, his, the Big Sick is a great movie. Big Sick about amazing. his, his oh, wife sure. and him. So yeah, I kind of pull for him. I just saw and he's going to be so, in a, a Chippendales, like a drama yeah, show. I saw yeah, I saw something about so, that as well. They're trying to make it. He'll make a great sex. chipmunk. Yeah, I think podcasts really they expand that world because, like, you 
hear people guest on stuff. That and, is like, super true. Or on multiple things. So you get exposure to so many different personalities that, like, when you see them get a big break, you're like, oh, I knew that guy. He was fun. Like, you know, I would say, so not even, not even the person I was, I'm going to talk about, but to that <laughs> point, Jordan Peele. Like, Jordan right. Peele, I, I was aware of Keen Peele, never watched the show, um, but he was on Who Makes It Weird, You Made It Weird, with P. Holmes, and on there, like, 10 years ago, it feels like 10 years ago, but he talked about he talked about wanting to do this movie, and like as he explained it, I was like, wow, this is really cool. He's he was into sci-fi and horror and thriller, blah blah blah. And then Get Out comes out, and I'm like, oh, this was the movie this he was, was talking yeah, about. That's really this cool, was yeah. the movie he said he was working on and everything. Like, holy shit, that's insane. Well, what was your actual example? My actual example. So, Kid Cudi, uh, everybody uh, knows my favorite, <laughs> my favorite person, uh, favorite one person of my favorite on people. <laughs> <laughs> Not the favorite. There's a lot of people that would be upset with that. Uh, one of my favorite people. Honestly, um, but he. <laughs> so he just finished out his tour, and the tour ended with. Uh, he created his own music festival in Cleveland, Ohio. So just seeing the clips and everything from that, I was like, man, I'm really happy for him. I'm proud of like yeah. everything he's gone through. He's made it out of. And then uh, Pearl is a movie he produced that came out last weekend as well. And then in a week, in a couple of days, he has a show coming out on Netflix and a new album coming out that's paired with that. And I was like, man, I'm genuinely just happy for like. And plus, he's been going through all this bullshit with Kanye trying to like dunk on him in weird ways and the thing that happened in Rolling Loud. Like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, I'm genuinely happy. Like, he's getting all his flowers. Like, none of that has stopped his like his train of positivity. And that, it just made me happy. It filled me with joy this weekend. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling for certain people. <laughs> Can't really think of them right now, but <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, from one yeah. uh, one of Joe's favorite people, Kid Cudi, to his second favorite person, uh, New York comic, Brendan Tassif. I, uh, he tweeted the other day <laughs> that, oh, uh, nice. that the guests that he serves at his restaurant, they don't believe that he's a, a comic. Oh, right. And I asked him, well, how does that subject even come up? He said, well, I talk to, I talk to my customers. And I was like, well, well I, I'll, I'll, I don't have conversations with my servers. So <laughs> I don't want to talk like, to my guys, server ever. Do you guys ever dig deep and get into personal life of your servers at a bar, restaurant? Okay. At a bar, if it's a bartender and we build some rapport, that's a little different. But if I'm like at a sit if down you're establishment, a regular, yeah. yeah, exactly. If I'm like at a sit down establishment, though, like you're gonna get a better tip if you leave me the fuck alone. Right. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. The more you, you leave just, me alone, the better yeah. your tip is gonna be. If the less you tell me about your stand up, <laughs> the bigger tip you're gonna get. Exactly. I mean, yeah, in I saw LA, that exchange. You have to hear. I, all the waiters and waitress or servers. Oh talk my about god! Their, yeah, that's like always a cliche in LA. Like that makes it into like shows and stuff where they're like, they all have like waiting's just their day job because they're trying to do other stuff, and then they push like their scripts or their whatever on you, and it's just like, oh my god. But yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Like, I, I I saw that exchange, Greg, and I had the same question. I'm like, why does it keep coming up? Like, <laughs> why do you have multiple examples of people not believing you? It doesn't make sense. 
it was insane. I responded and I was like, man, I would, I was like, I love you as a, like a person, a co-host, but like, I would hate you as my server. <laughs> I was I'm like, like, I could deal with this. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm like, be polite, be attentive, get my order right. Of course. Interaction complete. <laughs> you know, it's get my order right, bring my food out properly. Yeah, all you gotta do is like, not fuck up and I'm good. <laughs> You're gonna get then, this. Whatever you're I'm glad I'm not the extra mile. NX. No, for sure not. <laughs> Such just, a great question. <laughs> have why you, are there multiple have you had? Quite, oh, wait a second. Have you oh, ever a had an yeah. overbearing like waiter or waitress? I don't think so. I mean, it's got to be so much worse in New York and LA. Like Greg that is said, true. They, they are people trying to do other stuff. Yeah. yeah so um, I don't think not as a server. No. Other people at the bar, yes, where I'm like, stop True. talking to me. But uh, not not servers, no. I, was I think like, it's yeah, usually like, the literally. servers that get upset with customers. Like, I don't want to hear your fucking yeah, sob story. They're usually fucking, yeah, hanging on to them. And, ugh. You see Yeah, because they're trying to flip tables. They're not trying to exactly. have you sit yeah. there forever. They're trying to get you in and get you out. Or they're trying to serve in. other fucking people, and they got your ear, and it's just like, I got other yeah. shit to do. Man. I got a party of 12 over here. You're two yeah, fucking Christ, Jamokes sitting here. Like, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Jamokes. <laughs> makes you want to circle the wagon. It does. <laughs> like, I'll go back to my wagon. That's fine. Jesus Christ. It's your boy, Headphone Kill, and I'm back. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> that was abrupt. <laughs> New drop. Oh god. Well, speaking of podcasts, uh big story this week, one of the biggest podcasts of all time, Serial, was of course about the Adnan Syed and Heyman Lee case from like I don't even remember when this came out, 2012 something like that. 2013, 14? Yeah, so that was like the was big one of the first big, if not the first big uh, true crime, true crime, true crime, true crime podcast. <laughs> You're stuck on Amazon. About prime. That was it. Amazon prime a lot before the show. So anyway, Serial was huge. I followed it. I had a lot of friends that followed it, and that really got me into true crime stuff. And now, uh, the person convicted, Adnan Syed, is now out of prison because they found that the prosecutor's office suppressed evidence that could have not exactly exonerated him but would have um, brought up other possibilities, like other suspects, things like that. And it's a really weird situation, and I don't really know how to feel about it. So he's I never not getting was, off because they're like, oh, he didn't do this. No, it's like a clerical error. Yeah. No, it's not really clerical. The prosecutor's office like intentionally withheld evidence okay. from the defense and all so, that kind of stuff. So not a clerical error. Uh, America. Yeah, the justice system. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, that was the whole thing about that first season is, like, they never really said he did it. They never really said he didn't do it. It was just, like, the whole situation in the trial was shady as hell, and that was the whole point of it. Mm. And now, like, what it was is, like, someone brought into the prosecutor's office, like, a year or two ago, like, was going through the case again and was like, this is fucked up. Like, none of this makes sense. Wasn't so, there, like, a, wasn't there, like, an HBO doc about There was an guy? HBO doc yeah, about it, yeah. Because, like, he had relatives always pushing for to, like, get him out and that kind okay. of stuff. But, uh... So, um, so that happened, which is strange. Hold on, um, question. Let me yeah, go ahead. pause right here, and we can jump back to where you're going sure. next. Because I, I, I never, I never what? listened to this. I don't know why it's oh coming boy. through. <laughs> is it getting recorded? That's a great question. <laughs> thank that is you. a great question. Doing it for science. 22 months in a row. Like, hey, it's not like you. this guy's been here from the beginning or something. <laughs> uh, 
So question, as somebody who never like listened to the podcast, didn't watch any of the HBO stuff, so I have no context for any of this. But I do want to I'm wondering. Now the crime I saw that the crime took place in twenty in two thousand. Uh yeah. Like ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. When like that was winter. he tried? I wanna say like a year or two later. Mm. Like it's been a while. Mm. That that makes things very very clear. I think because part of it was he was uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, a year or two later, hmm. there was a like part of what brought it up again is there's a new law where if you were if you've been in prison for twenty years mm-hmm. and you were under eighteen at the time it happened because he was seventeen when he was convicted, uh-huh. um, you could push for like a re looking at the case or something. It was oh, okay. something like that. Like I don't have a I should have wrote more details down, but. Uh, that's what I remember from the new because Cyril did a new like recap episode of what actually happened there. Oh, okay. Because like I saw the headlines like oh, don't say it out of jail. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Mm. And it, like, it seemed weird that like one judge could just like overturn it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't um, like there was a lot of stuff leading up to it. So it wasn't just like one judge one day was like, eh, he's fine. <laughs> you know, I listen to the pod. He's okay. Yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> I listen. I listen to a 16 minute episode. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, it's just strange. Um, just all the times I brought up true crime here and like that was the first big one and now that whole thing has been brought up again and now it's overturned. Some people say that's what broke podcasting. Yeah, that was a big one that made it like super mainstream for sure. Well, it made it just a different genre. It was different from comedians talking to comedians Mm -hmm. about comedy, which was a lot of what podcasts were. Which was what I had listened to for four years prior to fucking cereal. Corolla. Corolla? Rivera? Corolla, Corolla, Adam. Corolla. Oh, Corolla! I'm like what? Corolla, Corolla de Rivera. <laughs> uh, my next topic could be could be under moving pictures corner, but mm. there's already a lot under that, so I made this separate topic. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's been a longer. I was uh, I was on I was looking for something to watch the other night. It's on Netflix, and it kept popping up. Watch this. Uh, comedy special by shang wang shang wang sweet and juicy asian looking comic long hair glasses oh, so is this because never of heard of this guy obsession never heard of this guy but description sounded funny so i figured i'd check it out usually with stand-up specials even specials of people i love i can't make it through the whole thing so I like, oh, i'll just give 15 minutes but mm. from the first joke i was hooked for the whole hour it was just so such a out of nowhere funny comedian never heard of him hmm. uh the special like i said was called sweet and juicy it was produced by uh ali wong she came out and introduced oh, him shout out to ali but uh his, some of his cadence is almost mitch hedberg hedberg like and he's he has an accent even though he was born in the u.s or was raised in the u.s but he's still i think he's taiwanese but he has a little bit of an accent but his jokes are just hilarious and down to earth like just every man jokes Mm. started with jokes about uh costco jeans it's just man i was just fucking dying costco samples like a motherfucker (laughs) so i highly recommend shang wang sweet and juicy on netflix okay sweet and juicy i haven't watched i don't know the last comedy special i watched it's a good question so many come out and there's always like my queue is full of them i was never (laughs) i just never get to them I'm never in the mood to just pop on a comedy special. I was going to say, I think the last one might have been uh, Jim Jeffries' last special. Oh, yeah. 
Well, like um, so. yeah. Bill Burr live from Red Rocks. It's on Netflix as well. I was like, he had a new one that I, I watched it, but watch, over like but four different watchings because I could only get to like fifteen minutes or so. Mm. It's just it's tough to get through. It's better in person. Yeah, Stand up is so much better in person. I could watch just f- ten minute sets from a bunch of different people. That's always fun, but hour long specials are very tough to get through. Man, I was so into like. I would sit through an hour-long special so much more when I was younger. And now it's like, I feel like there's so much, not to like denigrate what they're doing, but there's so much I could do in that hour. <laughs> it's hard to keep it going. <laughs> like, I mean, just think of all the other like shows you watch. My, like, it's, I was gonna say, it's my like an episode of something, like, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's like, a, it's like two episodes of something. Uh, well, depending what the If show it's like is. a comedy, two episodes yeah. of comedy. Um, two it two Atlantis two Atlantis, yeah, it's a good point. Two Atlantis, um, but I, yes, Atlanta. I, I had a good, I had a Wait, question. This, for you guys. What now? Okay, this. Mm. <laughs> I like how I'm holding my microphone like it. I'm doing a podcast, like I'm doing a stand up routine. <laughs> you are doing um, a podcast, <laughs> by the way. I don't know if you remember. Stand up routines, whatever. Um. Again, this is. I'm going to circle the wagon here. Um, Please. This, <laughs> this is we have the show title. Circle <laughs> <laughs> so in the wagon in Costco jeans. Um, I I so I'm in a fantasy football league, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. How, before I go on, how do you guys do your waivers? Because waivers is like a big oh, thing, yeah. And like, there's many machinations and how it can be done. So how do you, Greg? I'll ask you first. How in how many leagues are you in? First of all, I'm in two leagues. And how are these Smart waivers man. taken care of? Well, they're handled differently in both leagues. In one league, okay. once once the game starts, every player is on waivers. So if okay. you pick somebody up on in the weekend, game, yeah. they've got to clear waivers on the same day that waivers clear for the players you drop. On the other one, if they're a free agent going into the weekend, they're still a free free agent, and they they're never on waivers. Only the players okay. that are dropped. Oh, really? Only the players that so, are dropped are on waivers for a certain amount of time. So that's huh. not even what I'm asking. My thing is, so after Monday night, when everybody could put a claim in, how is the claims taken care of? Is it just the worst team gets uh, it? or well, it starts do you guys- at, the, at the end of the draft, the lowest seed, the, lo- the last picked is number one in the waiver. And then, okay. as, as if they so make a first pick, picks and they drop. First first. So, so you if don't you use so, if you go ahead. If you claim somebody off waivers, <laughs> your your status changes. Okay, Kyle, how many leagues are you? Two. And how are the after a Monday night game? How how would you when Wednesday comes? How do you acquire your talent? <laughs> My favorite thing is when Joe asks a question and we answer it wrong. Because <laughs> no, he, he leaves it so he leaves it so open ended that you have to guess what he's asking, and then because Greg explains so much and Joe's like, no, 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 it's not what I'm saying. upset. He's always last in the order of waiting. No, 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 that's not what. Okay. That's not what it is. Not All what right, it is. I'll answer. It's it's similar to Greg where the first pick in the draft starts at ten. Last pick starts at one if it's ten team, obviously. Okay. So then, as waivers pass, they get processed Tuesday night. If you made a claim, you go to the bottom. Next waiver order goes, and then if you didn't make a claim, you kind of bubble to the top. Okay. So the so reason there's, I, there's a separate there's a separate waiver order that gets saved. Okay. The reason I ask is because 
I in one of my fantasy leagues, and it's my most lucrative league. Putting people to sleep. Um, <laughs> one of my most lucrative leagues, where it is a you have a budget going into waivers. Oh, fab! So, yeah, it's a fab. So you have we have a hundred dollars for the entire season, and to put in waivers, it doesn't go by order; it goes on how much you bid. Now, yes, as you guys know. Uh, as I've been making it very aware, I'm upset with the Denver Broncos, primarily because I have Russell Wilson as my quarterback in fantasy. I have not been happy over the last two weeks. So I was like, you know what? I think I believe in Tua enough to get me mm. over 20 to 25 points because Russell has not achieved that yet. So I was like, I'm going to put $25 on Russell Wilson. That is that is extreme on Tua. On Tua sorry. That is extremely reasonable. That is extremely it's a quarter of your budget. Rational. Quarter it's for a whole new quarterback, though. It's extremely uh, rational. Someone in my league who has Derek Carr as their starting quarterback. Now, my 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 plan was I'll pay twenty five. Is this one of your topics? Or this is, is, a is no, this is my topic. Oh, okay. I was like- <laughs> It's you, you, when you started. It sounded like just a random thing you thought. Of. So I was like, right, we're good. We're I was good. like, I'll put twenty five for Tua. Matt Ryan is my b- backup quarterback, and I was like, I'll swap out Matt Ryan and get Jared Goff in case uh, I can't get Tua. In case somebody outbids me for Tua, someone in my league last night put forty dollar bid on Tua. Mm-hmm. That same person again has Derek Carr as their starting quarterback. Also put a $30 bid on Jared Goff. Uh, he has three quarterbacks and spent 70 of his $100 on they just backups. Good. That's Not good know what you. they're doing? Yeah, you no, should be fine. I still it. have Russell Wilson. But now he doesn't dude, have. Do you think I know, the waivers going forward is going to be fine. Every but week? I, I need no, some dude, touchdowns. Got, Russell is barely getting a week, touchdown. Man. I think he, yeah. he saved you a lot. The Jared Goff thing makes sense over Ryan, but I think uh, Tua, it was too much for Tua anyway, because he's not going to do that every week. He didn't do it the first week. He said two quarters. I was was like 25. 25. He said two good quarters in in eight quarters. But he's in both weeks, though, he scored more than Russell Wilson. Well, Russell's still a thing. He's trying trying to get over a bad coach. so. So... but yeah, I, I, so this all comes down to: Have you guys encountered somebody who's done far, gone over and beyond, and just pissed you off? Well, I'm I'm wondering: uh, Is this like a person new to fantasy? Have no, this fantasy person does like, this basically every year, and this time it burned me. He does, he does something like, uh, ridiculous every year. It's usually in the draft. He usually does something ridic- insane in the draft, right. but this time he waited till week two of waivers. <laughs> I think it's like a good, everyone it's good woke up. <laughs> everyone woke up in the long run. It was like, what the hell? <laughs> I think he did you a favor. Personally, I, I don't think fine. so. I don't think so. You guys, you guys still playing the wordles, the hurdles, the wordles, Absolutely. the waffles? You should know. I'm posting them all the time. I'm not playing the wordles. Well, I never was playing the wordles. I was playing the hurdles primarily. I had the holy grail yesterday. When my starter Oof. word happened to be the word of the day, I didn't like this. So I got my wordle in one. Got my wordle in retiring? one. That's a uh, pretty fancy. Is this your announcement that. that you'll re- 
retire from Wordle? Is that like a new shot? The H one. Not to change my starter word because it'll never happen again. Yeah, it's never going to happen again. It's very. I'm still holding out hope. I still use the same one every time. (laughs) So I'm open. Are you guys like like Marcus and use a word that's not a word? So he never has a chance because he wants that's the Oh, he just used like the R-A-C-L-A-N-E? Pretty much. Well, it has to because be a word, yeah. He wants the E and A to, be, to be a word? If he swapped E and A, it would be a word. But he's... it's, it's No, if he, if he swapped I like understand e his reasoning, but it's like that's not how I do Wordle. So I just need he to know it, what the letters He does it used. like... Uh, what is it called? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. R-S-T-L-Y-N-E. No Y. R-S-T-L-N-E. Okay, sorry. I got so mad. It just sounded... I just rolled off my tongue, just like my R's. Or else, R S T L any? Yeah, Cetol. Cetol is Marcus's word. Well, Instead I of steel, which is steel, actually a word. Which swaps oh. the T and the E. But apparently, Cetol is a word. It, it it accepts it. So I don't oh, know so true. it has to be a word. You can't just put a it has to be a word. No, no, no. You can't just put in oh, all vowels yeah. and just find the vowels. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, that would be a way better way to play the game. Acetyl is a stiff hair bristle or bristle-like process or part of an organism. What? Okay. Sounds like a lot of things. Cool. That was Sounds a like a, ten- a tentacle. Well, we just learned about that. And last night, <laughs> I learned something. <laughs> Excellent transition. <laughs> last night, I learned something well. about my co-host. <laughs> Uh, last time ah, we yes. were recording Who Does a Podcast, uh, we did Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. Funny film by The Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Uh, the film and our episode. And in that, uh, Kyle let me know that he is a big EDM fan. And after the show, we had a bit of a conversation, and he dropped his EDM bona fides. So I was just wondering, Kyle, do you <laughs> want to share bonafide. those? Do you want to share Skrillex? those uh, with um, us here? Well, it came up because there's kind of like an EDM song in the movie, and you said like you uh, showed it to someone you knew, and you're like, you didn't tell them it was from a movie, and they're like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'm an EDM fan, and I thought the song sucked. So I, I had to, picture. I had to finally reveal um, something personal. So no, it's 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 more of uh, <laughs> <laughs> for once in my life. Um, so I, I was saying it's I use it when I uh, use it. That's how I uh, <laughs> consume music. I use music. Um, I do it when, like, I'm working. Do so something work for me. Like, I do, yeah, this must serve a purpose. Um, <laughs> so I'm a software developer. So most of the time I'm listening to podcasts, like, almost all day, whatever I'm doing, if I'm not, like, watching something. But there's a lot of times where I have to concentrate on something or figure something out or there's a weird problem I have to do. So I can't just listen to conversations so EDM's really good at that because it is like repetitive beats, like they're catchy beats. Like I do like the music, but it's repetitive beats and if there is lyrics, they're usually more uh like another instrument more than just like something I'd actually want to pay attention to. So uh yeah, I got into it a while ago. I think it was just like when Dead Mouse got big. Like I heard the the ghost Dead and Mouth stuff was, like his big his big breakthrough song and I was like, I kinda like this, so I listened to him a little I did more. The same thing last night, Greg. It's, it's hilarious. It's it's the best joke. Um, and then, um, so it's funny. Like when everyone posts like their Spotify end of the year list, it's like, oh, I listen to this artist, this artist. But like that's all I use Spotify and Pandora for was EDM because it did the suggestion thing. So if you put in an artist, 
you'll get like similar things and then if you like things dislike things so like i have like a pandora playlist i've been curating for i don't know eight years now or whatever i was would you that just would you, i've really gotten down to what i like i mean uh, a big thing with spotify is like sharing songs would you mind sharing your edm playlist on the discord i stopped using spotify as much oh so you um, said pandora did you but i think can you share a Pandora? Please? Well, uh, does anybody still use Pandora is the better question. Uh, me. And I don't even pay for it. I still get ads. I'm a cheap piece of Pandora. shit. I'm very cheap. I, I, I don't know. Um, do I have... Yeah, I still have a couple playlists. I could share them, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd like to partake. Or at least somewhere. a list. Uh, it would probably be more accurate if I did like a list of artists... <laughs> From the Pandora one. Somebody said, "Do you?" Uh, uh, oh shit! Fuck. Delinquent. 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 Said, "Do you still have an AOL email?" <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I used to. My mom does. Of course. Of course. EDM sponsored. EDM sponsored Kyle. by Four Hymns. Sponsored by AOL. <laughs> Kyle, how do I get into AIM? Well, actually, I did listen to Underworld a lot in college, and I think that's really what kind of opened the door for me. Kyle, I had a what coworker that listened to EDM all the time. So the time I was in his car, it was yeah. always that, and he would go to shows, dancing stuffs. Well, I haven't, um, I haven't caught the beginning of Monday Night Football the last two weeks, but uh, Marshmallow, who is a EDM dance uh, artist, a DJ, if you will, DJ, um, he has done i think he revamped the uh intro and whatnot have you guys had a chance to hear that no 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 okay. yeah so i missed it i was say, but yeah my buddy again <laughs> my buddies who i told I you do enjoy back then uh, graham they cracker told me and hershey bar also never a fan of marshmallow uh, the no, person um, or the music no i was piggybacking Sorry. off of greg's uh s'mores okay joke. i was like wait a second yeah the thing like the food thing you know he's he's too uh he's too new for me i'm more of a late aughts mid tens era that's kind of where i really started listening to it old school never updated that so got it never updated the hardware that's my era all right all right all right chat it's time for you to get involved it's time for the age game yeah this time you're gonna give us a celebrity no, yes, and we're going to guess their age. That's the way yes. we're going to do it. Not, I was about to say yeah, the way we're getting, we're getting celebrity first. We're yes, celebrity first. first. Uh, what's how we'll much time we the I think we could do a two fifth again. Fifth one. We'll go fifth and sixth. You guys still got two on the brain. I still got two on the brain. Yeah, let's do fifth and sixth. No, no. Let's do third and fifth. Third and fifth. Third and fifth. Third and fifth. All right, we got one. Oh, I'm getting ads. I must have lost my subscription. Oh, uh, Kyle... Oops. My error is eight track through the crusade. Am I really getting made fun of for Pandora? (laughs) After the Rogan thing, I stopped using Spotify. I'm like, fuck this shit. Who cares? Okay, I got you. But Pandora. Alan Hunt's number two. Next one is our first one. What do we got? What do we got? Ciara. Kyle, get title. Ciara. That's our third. Let's hold on to that. Speaking of Russell Wilson, Mrs. Unlimited. (laughs) Mrs. Unlimited? Uh, Because Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson dubbed himself Mr. Unlimited, so she's Mrs. Unlimited. Oh, I see. That's not yes. something I was aware of. Unlimited picks, I guess. I, I last well. used... 
I last used from Old Fat Take on the Twitch. I last used Pandora uh, in 2013. Danny Trejo. Danny yeah. Trejo. Sierra Ooh, and Danny Trejo. Okay. Sierra nice. and Danny Trejo. Nice. That's a good one. We can do uh, one at Sierra, a time or do them both. Uh, uh, let's do one at a time. Let's do one at a time. Gonna go 37. Ooh. Wow. Jumping right out the gate. For Sierra. I'm gonna go. Uh, Are we just doing her first? Yeah, we're just doing her first. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I think Kyle's in the right ballpark because I think she's slightly older than Russell. Um, so I'm going to go 35. I'll split the difference and go 36. All righty. Drum roll, please. So Russell Wilson was in college when I was in college, so that's why yes. I just guessed my own age. So someone can give us Sierra's age. Someone Russell Wilson's bride. Age. Currently residing, I think, Great. 36. Dang. Greg said 36? Fuck. Greg said 36. He split, split the, diff. the difference. Dang. I was talking with Joe said 35 because I want to go with 36. Fucking diff sorter. <laughs> Dude, God, he Danny went Trejo. right in the middle. If she was any older or younger, <laughs> one of us would have <laughs> won. But he picked the whole fucking... Trejo, I'm going Danny 67. Trejo. Trejo, you said 60 what? Seven. He I'm has the wrinkles of a 150-year-old. 70, he does. I'm going 71. Greg doesn't have a... Greg, did you give a... Give I'm going to have to go 74. 74. 74. Hmm. 74, I feel like Greg, he was in his 71. 50s and the 90s. I'm probably a way off. I know, right? <laughs> I think he's just constantly wrinkled. 78. 78! Damn! <laughs> so he was in his 50s and the 90s. Holy, Holy shit. Man, I'll wow. That's weird. Send my winnings to... At L. Greg Venmo. Did you get both rounds? I got both of them. That's annoying. It's extremely annoying. I don't like this game anymore. Let's go back to the old format. <laughs> we actually have to think of a person. I like this one. Uh, all right, let's get to the life hacks. Hey, yo. From the ageless Canute. It's a live hack, it's a live hack, it's a hack full of life and a life full of hack. You take a life and you put a hack on it, and then Canute comes on and says something dumb. Thank you, Greg. Sorry, boss. But there's only two men I trust. One of them's me. The other's me. Hack your mind. Exclusively on a new low. Here we go. I'm back with episode 21. Excellent. This week's life hack. Well, this one it's um something I've been doing for a while. Whoa. It's keeping a list of all the consumables in your life. Now, sure, the what? you want to change your oil filter on your scooter or a chain on your chainsaw, you go down there and try and find the parts number. It saves and wastes time, let's face it. It creates frustration. If you had a list of previous purchases, you can have the parts number on a note app, you go to the store or online and you pull it up and you go, bang, LR44, for a chainsaw and what you want those chainsaw bladed once every two or three years but let's face it it's just frustrating and sometimes you you can't find the old part number and he wants to buy the wrong item so that's my that's my hack for this week if you're buying things infrequently write them down for yourself it's simple it's brilliant it's me all over are you mental infrequently the end if you have a life hack that you want to share with tens oh, no. of thousands oh, of no. avid listeners send canoe to dm <laughs> These are getting so long. I don't know what word he used. I think he said consumables. Oh, I was like consumables. A list of consumables. Consumables, that makes sense. Those are consumables. 
kitchen. How many fucking chainsaw blades is this guy going through? That's my question. We don't know him that well. Who's consuming chainsaw blades? There could be something going on. You know how many crocs you can kill with a chainsaw? It's true. Oh, I was going to ask, do any of you own a chainsaw? <laughs> no. Is, is this good advice for I you? I live in an apartment building. <laughs> Why would I need a chainsaw? I w- He's no, hacking, I, I, hacking I've never even brush. used a chainsaw. I've never used oh a chainsaw. Oh, my God. I've used a chainsaw. But oh, I chainsaw. Carl. How does it feel? It's awesome. <laughs> now I get, like, I understand why you would want one, but I have no reason to get one. It feels too dangerous. I like to avoid danger. Of course it's dangerous. <laughs> it's danger. Fucking chainsaw. You know what's dangerous? Holy hell. Is the length of our movie talk. It is. Welcome to the movies. Thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration. Well, I forgot to ask this before the show, but should we do movies and then TV? Or nah, kind of alternating? Just, just, just keep, keep the order? Keep yeah, the order. Okay. So this is a long time coming. Splish, splash. It's been, it's been a hot question in the chat. Ooh. Has anyone seen House of, of the Dragon? And I can it's now say I am caught of the dragon. That's hot a terrible D. title. It's hot D. That's how you remember it. <laughs> so hot it's been a hot question about hot D, and I can now say I am caught up. So I was a Game of Thrones fan, and like most people, wasn't throwing? a great fan. I too am caught up. By the way, oh, yes. two wasn't a big fan of the ending, but I don't think it ruined the series like everyone else thought. So yeah, I let a few episodes of this build out see like well what are people thinking like does it suck and i'm now loving it i think this last episode was the best one so far episode five um it's a much more focused story um so that really helps because it's not like bouncing all around different countries and different groups like it's really just focused on like one the one targaryen family and who they're interacting with so uh, i think that helps it a lot and i think it helps it has new showrunners so bridgerton with violence I don't know. No. And so it has new showrunners. And um, the thing that it's based on is actually finished. Like, it's a written thing. So that's why it I has a lot of things going for it. Yeah. It has a lot of things going for it. George R.R. already write prequels? Yeah. He wrote, like, a history book almost. Ah. Uh, I never really read it, but, like, that's kind of the idea I got is, like, he just wrote the history of these families while he was not writing the seventh book or whatever that hasn't come out for 20 years or whatever okay but uh yeah i'm i'm a big fan so far i don't know i just threw out a number oh i I was about to say relax (laughs) it might be at this point it's been a long fucking time but uh he just took that much time yeah i'm I'm liking it a lot greg how about you there's a lot of blonde and white hair in in this thing (laughs) on people that obviously it's definitely one i'm definitely watching with with uh captions so i can figure out the names that's that's a big tip i should do that because i can't remember any of their names like the blonde god it's horrible but it is it true that next episode they're all gonna be older yeah that's another big thing about that there there's a lot of uh time jumps which i like like between episodes so it doesn't like lag behind and it's not like weird stuff going on so it's just like oh yeah it's three years later now so keep up it's it's enjoyable it's it's not classic by any means but it's uh i loved game of thrones it, parts of it annoyed me along the way but i still enjoyed it i just just because things happened that i wanted did, didn't happen that i wanted to happen what i didn't write it so it's fine <laughs> really well, nor, nor did george R. R. martin apparently but now nah, it's been it's been he enjoyable didn't. it hasn't he been did. like 
didn't write been a couple like orgy like sex things with all the nudity like people talked about with game of thrones but most it's a lot of dragons yeah it's been tamped down a lot of dragons a lot of us uh body parts falling off a lot of skin being gross house of dragons oh there's dragons early on they're they're kind of they're used sparsely a little more sparingly I think the dragons look good. Somebody said they don't like it because the dragons seem I was just gonna fake. Say, I well, they also. are fake, but actually, the dragons by themselves are fine. But when they have somebody riding them, that's when it looks dumb because they uh, yeah, like, like a person jockey, like super like a weird animated yeah, they're like superimposed on. on top. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of dragon riding. I was I was a fan of like from the first scene. Oh, that's a show I watch. It's awesome. Dragon riding. Big fan of riding dragons. Speaking of, this is a this is a, a bit of a detour before I get into my next topic, but oh, you know I'm good for wearing this. Um, so last week, Smo mentioned that uh, Great British Bake Off was coming back, mm. and I mentioned to you guys that I know what I'll be watching when I get to Atlanta. Um, there's a reason I ended up watching two episodes of Atlanta Pop Star and the rehearsal. The Great British Breaking Show, it appears, is one of the first shows that they're now doing week to week on Netflix. Only one oh, on episode Netflix. was out. We were they stunned. do that with a bunch of stuff, but mostly... Uh, Nef- no, nah, Netflix stuff. usually drops it all. Well, uh, well they've been I, toying with I've it been, I watch a lot of Korean shows, lately. and they do that with Korean series, so that's what okay. it is. There it is. There Greg was hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we knew they up. were. They they mentioned that they were going to start doing it, but we didn't know for what things. Uh, is it going to be strictly new things? But no, mm. yeah. But you know what you can whole? binge is the average baking, average British baking, the mediocre show. baking show, yeah. the average oh. Irish yeah. cooking, the um, Wales cooking show. Um, Wales Wales is Britain. Welsh. <laughs> yeah. Wales is. Yeah, it's Great Britain. It's, it's not England, though. Other, it's confusing. What, what was what they use on um, Wrexham? Other rest of world. Rest of the world, <laughs> rest of world yes. It's um, not England. It's funny rest thing of world. FIFA. Uh, so, I went to the theater this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Drinking theater. Drinking wine, uh, going to the theater. Look at this fucking guy. I went to the theater uh, this weekend and watched The Woman King, uh, starring um, Viola Davis and many other women. Uh, she was the main uh, name. Um, I enjoyed this movie thoroughly. Um, apparently, there's a, some backlash because uh, there's people are saying it's not historically accurate, but this movie did not position itself what as is? a... But my thing is, like, in the... Like, normally, you get those, like, based on a true... It never said it was based on a true story. It just uses historical things to tell this story yeah in the trailer and the it says based on something but i don't know if it says the truth might have said based on actual events i think it it's based on the tribe like the like the women this women effective uh militia group um that was like the king's guard uh that is a real thing and the the battle they had to fight for their land was real, but like everything What's like else, the time period, uh, eighteen twenty three. This takes place during the slave trade, which is a big uh, hinge of the story. But I really liked it. I think it's uh, accessible for anybody. It's a great story. There's a lot of good twists in it. 
Um, it has emotion. It has heart. It's shot really well. Um, the action sequences aren't actiony; they're more realistic and brutal. So you don't like mm. you're, you don't fall in love with the uh, with the. There's no goriness to it. Like it doesn't satiate. Uh, it doesn't romanticize sensationalize. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't romanticize war in that way. It's like war is brutal. People die. Um, yeah. And for the slave trade, people are dying. So I, I thought it was a really good movie with a really good heart. Viola Davis. I'll watch anything with Viola Davis, and I'll cry in anything. Viola Davis cried three times, teared up three you times and, uh, in this one. Yeah, but that's everybody to get away with. <laughs> I know. Uh, I did watch How to Get Away with Murder. Did you cry on that one? Yeah, I, uh, I did. I one hundred percent planned. No. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, I definitely cried. I one hundred percent planned on seeing that in the theater, and then I realized, oh, it's fall. <laughs> There's football on Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> oh, it's fall. So, I have a hard time going to the theater on uh, Saturdays and Sundays in the fall. The theater. Um, theater. When I, when I saw when I saw Packers Bears, I was like, I can skip that. Yeah, Greg's a. If someone has a, a oblong ball and helmets, I'm <laughs> my eyeballs are on the screen. Tomorrow will be a test of that with the Steelers and Browns. I might see a movie tomorrow night. As I mentioned to Brendan, I never really understood that, oh, I want to watch football, and I have a girlfriend who doesn't want to watch football. Yeah, I remember you bringing that one up. That was interesting. So you got to make concessions. But I did want to see that movie, too. That was my suggestion. I have concessions. It's called... Uh, wings and french fries. <laughs> well, I didn't have wings or anything. So, but yeah. Um, and then I I've been hearing good things. I've been hearing good things. I'll good. check it out. Um, yeah, I definitely. Have a pretty high score in that uh, website. You don't like that much. Um, and then it's I like bad, I like I mentioned. I saw the rehearsal, Kyle. You yes. once mentioned the rehearsal. I've been hyping. Oh, you mean I, Kyle I didn't think put I this a lot? Kyle didn't put this on the lowdown? Kyle did not put this on the lowdown. I wow. put this on the lowdown. Because it ended weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I was wondering yeah, why it was back. Long time. <laughs> it's so, back, baby. So, like I said, Great Britain Bacon Show only had one episode. Me and my lady were trying to figure out things to watch, and she was doing my hair. Thank you so much, baby. Um, and <laughs> And then I was like, you know what? I've been hearing things about the rehearsal. I've heard the good things about the rehearsal. Nathan Fielder, just as a... That's another person I was happy for, even though I never watched... There you go, uh, man. Even though I never watched Nathan For You, when he showed <laughs> up in uh, The Night Before with Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie and Joey Gordon-Levitt, mm. when he showed up in it, I was like, oh, that's the guy from that show on uh, Comedy Central. I'm so happy I didn't know for he was him. in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like the driver for like a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so happy for that guy. It's um, so weird. But yeah, so I watched the rehearsal. Um, the show was amazing, confusing, bizarro. It was fantastic. We could not take Thank our you. eyes off of this. This. Thank you. It. it I don't even know how to. You can't explain describe it. it. See, I, said, <laughs> I had the same problem when I fucking talked about it before. It's like, what do I say about this thing? Because it's like. And I love it's it's like everything. It's like every show, and it's like. Oh. And if the first episode did not have like a clean bookend, it would have made. Mm-hmm. If if say the show starts on episode two, I don't think it's as effective. 
But because exactly. it starts yep. with episode one, we see how this rehearsal is supposed to go start to finish. We see how it is supposed to play out. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so then every episode is going to be one rehearsal that we see start to finish. Don't and then you? everything gets turned Jesus. twist upside down. Um, the end of the second episode was one of the most like, holy shit, I have to see the next one now moments. And you got to do that. You got to yes. watch it all at once. Yes. Like That's the crazy part. I had to wait every week. And I was watching. Fr- I was watching Friday nights because I'm like <laughs> I can't not know what is going to fucking happen in this show. Um, can't we, uh, should we do an offline discussion? Because we didn't get into a lot of it yesterday. I I would like to talk to you about it. Yeah, we can't do it here. Like we, 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 it would take. Yeah, we'll long. do it on. Uh, it would take. Too Greg, did you get? Did you get a chance to see it? Oh no! I know what I like, and I know what annoys me, and that would make me uncomfortable. So this, I think this would I don't definitely. Think it's a I think this would definitely. This is not a Greg show. This is not a Greg show. <laughs> this would definitely. I think he's absolutely Greg. correct in this. Yeah. He's absolutely. Right. I've, yeah, I've had oh. 40, 48 years experience of stuff that <laughs> I know what I probably will like and what I won't. If I were watching with someone else, it's different, you know, because you can discuss it. Yeah. Yeah, that's something it's I'd a good conversationer. Own. I'll say that it was a big like social media thing. Like there was a huge social media presence. Yeah, and I've heard people so talk bizarre. about it on so many podcasts. So I feel like I yeah. get a good idea of what it is. Yeah, it's just I and what the, it became. The only thing I'll say is the length that in, that he goes for some of these things mm-hmm. just had me beside myself. And you haven't seen Nathan for you. I never saw Nathan for you. I've only you heard to, about you it. You have to watch passing. that next. You have to watch but that next. The things he would do, like, I would be like, okay, like, I don't think you need to rehearse this. And then he's rehearsing this. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? You yeah, can well, a, maybe you guys can do a bonus point. pod on uh, your next episode of Who Does a Pod could be about. The rehearsal. Oh man! Oh, if there were songs in there, I would. If only. <laughs> but yes. I'm not gonna talk too much about folks. this, but uh, w- there was that one uh, documentary about Woodstock '99 that came out a few months ago or a year ago, a couple years ago, whenever it was. I can't stop hearing about I think this Woodstock Kyle and I watched it. <laughs> the original one, but another yeah. one came out. On the Netflix. HBO one, yeah. Netflix came out with uh, Train Wreck Woodstock '99. And it was just a little more in depth of stuff, and it was. Uh, is this the fiery? F- I mean, not to yeah, there were the fires. Joke, yeah. I was say no, but yeah, is they, this the fiery festival in the light, sense they that they had a candlelight against guns, and so they used the candles to light shit on fire. But it was just more in depth, different angles and different footage. It was. Uh, I, know, I was going to say, is this the fiery angles. festival in the sense that, like, how fire, Hulu not fiery. fiery? No, I'm doing no. fiery. No, this was it's not called fiery. It's this was this said all good oh, intentions, but the band. No, let me finish my sentence. Oh, In the same way that both Hulu and Netflix did one, and HBO and Netflix did this, maybe, like maybe no one communicated with each other. That we're no, doing my point this. is you. You keep saying fiery. I thought it was fiery. I'm sorry. It's not. It's <laughs> but so yeah, I, I watched that. I didn't know if you guys watched the new one or the newest one. Anyway, I, I, I want to talk about the movie Vengeance. Have you Ew, s- seen Vengeance? Kyle, no, I this? have no interest oh, okay. in this. No, I have no interest in this. What is Vengeance, though? It's, uh, it's currently on Peacock, but it was direct- ah, yes, written, that is true. directed and starring B.J. Novak, 
I don't from think I'd uh, the Office fame. Also, Issa Rae. As far as that, I did uh, not Ashton watch the docs. Kutcher. Never watched the docs. Didn't care about the fiery festival. I watched both docs. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, John Mayer made an, made an appearance, a cameo in this movie. Really? Starts out with John Mayer. You're selling it. Starts out with John Mayer and BJ Novak talking oh, about John dating Mayer and stuff kind of? at a party. So BJ's like this East Coast lib dude, you know, whatever. He's dating around, getting, you know, hooking up. And he gets a phone call one night from uh, a guy that says, this is going to be the worst phone call you ever got. I'm sorry to tell you, your girlfriend's dead. And it's been established that he does not have a girlfriend. So he's like, hmm, what are you talking about? And then he looked who the phone call was from. It was from her phone. He's like, oh, yeah, someone I hooked up with at one point, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they talk him into coming down to the funeral in a small town, Texas, whatever. Was, but the, How'd they talk him into that? I don't know. It's, it's fucked up. Um, Isn't he like a podcaster as well? Well, he wants to start a podcast, but he can't think of what uh, the hook. What's the hook going to be that'll get me the podcast? And when you guys are talking cord, about cereal and stuff. Mm. So the brother at the funeral, after the funeral, kind of corners him. He's like, um, they said she died from overdose. That's bullshit. She's never taken more than you know an Advil or whatever. She was murdered. Mm. And it's like, you as a boyfriend need to help me find out who really killed her. <laughs> and he's like, ding, ding, ding. Now I have a podcast. I can, mm. you know, record all this, us trying to figure out who murdered this girl or whatever, whatever really happened. But it was, uh, it was very, I don't know, it was annoying to watch this at times. Comedy. <clears throat> Dark comedy. Okay. Dark comedy. <laughs> but it, it challenged like his thoughts being in Texas, being the East Coast or West Co- East Coast lib, being in mm. Texas and guns and all this stuff. And he has preconceived notions about these people and some of the people you know they they accept him because he's their daughter or nieces or whatever sister's boyfriend and you know it turns out you know he falls in love with them and then they end up hating him because he wasn't really (laughs) he wasn't really her boyfriend she was just using his Ah. name because she had a secret i'm just telling the whole movie but anyway ashton kutcher is in it uh there's drugs there's oil wells there's guns Ooh, this, love the, ending, the ending is very surprising. So, Watch tell us. Have we, talked, <laughs> have we talked Hello High Water? Oil Wells just made me think of that. We have I not. That was a long time ago. we have. That came out a long time ago. <laughs> you, guys, uh, do you, guys like, you guys like Hello High Water? I think it was yeah. my favorite of whatever year it came out. Yeah, I think it was that I good. Did. I thought it was overrated. We have talked about this because <laughs> you were like, ooh, everyone knows banks suck. And I'm like, not really. <laughs> like, not at the time. Like, that wasn't really a big thing. <laughs> that movie was a little overrated. I loved it. It's good. Shut up. Yeah. You're dumb. <laughs> yeah, I went to like, this movie Mr. is annoying. to Mr. Wow, Drive. But I made it through. It was fun enough. So you kind of liked it? You didn't? No, nah, I mean, the movie itself, not so much. I mean, it had it. its There were two moments. or three things in it that I enjoyed. But just the whole, uh, now I have something to do a podcast about. And then people <laughs> went, oh, that's a good story. These delusional <laughs> Texas people, blah, blah, blah. It kind of turned some stuff on its head, which was interesting. But it's going to be another long one. Just uh, We're at of course it is. an hour. Eh, I don't know. Cause we're skipping fourth and ten, Kyle. It's on the peacock. It's on the peacock. It's interesting. It's on the cock. Interesting. It's already, already on the cock. What else is on the cock? Oh, Honk for Jesus. I need to see that stuff. Ambu LA Ants is on the cock. Oh, 
That's how it's written. <laughs> the old uh, Mikey Bay. A-M-U-L-A-N-S. Well, I know it's uh, going to get a lot of tweets about this. going to get a lot of discussion in the chat. People keep asking me, why haven't you seen Pearl, Kyle? Pearl came out. Why didn't you see it? I'm, I'm getting so many comments, so many, so many questions. But um, knocking down your door, beating. This down is the door. story. Uh, been Saturday. The wagon on this one. <laughs> so many wagons have been circled. <laughs> I can't. I can't stop getting this question. I'm like, wait for the podcast. Wait for the. Wait for the Twitch. So <laughs> Saturday, I go out to my car. Um, the remote does not work. Ooh. Uh, the handle is locked. Ooh. The car is completely dead. The battery is absolutely dead. The brand new vehicle you just purchased. The brand new. Well, it's not brand new. It's used. Well, but brand new to me about a month. Certified. Already. So certified don't own. know what the fuck happened. Certified pre-owned. Don't know what I did. Uh, battery's dead. So I didn't want to deal with it Saturday night. Battery's so, so, so I had bought a ticket for Pearl oh. for, at 2 o'clock Sunday. What was so, the movie that that one's... The prequel of X. Uh, X. X. I couldn't X. think of the name of the movie. That's right. Because I knew we'd all seen it, but I couldn't. Kid Cuddy produced. Cuddy so saw the trailer. Saw the trailer, and I think when I saw Nope or something. And then outline. Cuddy um, showing his ass. <laughs> so called AAA Sunday morning. Well, I don't call him. I use the app because of course I'll call people. <laughs> I'll call and they come out and they jump it, and they're like, "All right." uh it's got to charge now. Let it run for an hour or drive it around for an hour. So I'm like, I want to drive it around. I know that helps charge it better. So I'm just driving back this and forth. This is a weird thing, though. On my roads. Honestly. What? That it charges it? It charges while you're driving. Like, you're using it while you're driving. You're using that. gas. The battery is not really used while you're driving. You only use it to start. Yeah. It's really? mostly there for starting and all the yeah, other Everything places. else runs off of. But all the lights and everything. Well, sure. They're all running. But how many lights are you using? The alternator and shit. Huh. Yeah, the, its big purpose is to start the car. Dep- as we Greg get to. definitely took like uh, what's the driving course you take in high school and shit? Driver's Ed. Driver. Greg definitely had driver's Ed, and I didn't. You never had driver's Ed. No. That's weird. Yeah. So I drive it for about an hour, and I'm like, okay, um, I got to go back and because I got to go grocery shopping. I think I go every Sunday, basically. So turn the car off, come back out. It opens up. Everything's fine. It's of course you do the. Uh, it's one of the ones where you put the brake pedal down and push the button to start. Mm-hmm. Put the pedal down, push the button. Hear some noises. It's Oof. not starting. Oof. So I'm like, I guess I didn't charge it enough. I thought I was gonna do that thing that uh, I hate. Your battery's dead. It doesn't matter. So by this point, hold on. It's about. Can I, Joe? Sorry. Please. I forgot this is a disappointment. It's about one o'clock. I'm like. I'm not going to make the movie. So <laughs> I get them to come jump it again. Um, and this time, like, the it's a new person. And they, like, read the thing. They're like, it's got the voltages, but it doesn't have, like, the charge on it to start or something. And I'm like, well, what, do I need a new fucking battery now? And he's like, yeah, but with these new Fords, which is what I just fucking bought, they have, like, a special battery that AAA doesn't carry. Because they need, they have like this fucking feature where if you're idling, uh, the engine actually turns off until you release the brake and then it starts again. I don't really like it. You can turn it off. But because of all this weird shit, it needs like a special kind of battery with some regulator or something. He's like, so we don't carry them. And I'm like, 
well, now what the fuck do I do? So he's like, keep it on, because I'm like, I don't want to turn it off again. It's going to be fucked. And then I go and I see AutoZone has the battery I need. So I go to AutoZone. Get in the zone. They, tr- they try to install it, and they're like, this is too complicated for us. Ah! There's too many connections. We don't feel safe doing this. So I'm like, well, first of all, thanks for telling me and not fucking up my car. And I'm like, now what do I do? So we're like, there's a Pep Boys right Napa. around the corner. They're like, just go to Pep Boys and say, get the get the battery installed. So I'm like, cool. Go around there. It's about four o'clock at this point. And they're like, hey, we close at five. We can't do it today. And I'm like, awesome. So I had to make an appointment for Monday to get the battery replaced. And this whole time I'm thinking, is it really the battery? Did I just buy a fucking battery for no reason? Like, I don't fucking know. And I'm like, can you like check it and be like, is there something else wrong? So by the time Monday rolls around, um, my car started fine on Monday. So like, I don't know if I just drove it enough or if it was just fucked to begin with and it's something weird. So I just got it replaced Monday and now there's a new battery in it. So that was a huge waste what, what of What are you Sunday. driving like, in? You're driving in the ass. Saturday. A Ford Escape. Yeah, see, That's right, he I, I bought mine new and just a few weeks ago. When I went to work, it hesitated quite a bit, but it started. And then when I got out of work, it just didn't start. And it, I've had it for nearly seven years, and the battery hadn't been replaced. So I was like, oh, oh, wow. fuck it. Battery's dead. I'm going to replace it. Mm. Then I went to see where the I battery is. Battery Battery's not visible when you open the hood. It's buried deep into the fucking <laughs> under yeah. the freaking windshield. So you got to take two panels off, and you got to take the windshield wiper off. It was insane. Jesus, but I took that was part out. of it. I think like there was too much shit. Yeah, in the that's way. what I was gonna yeah. say. Jesus, I don't know. I was. I just had a so I'm, I'm hoping there's no other problem, and then if I go out and it's fucking dead again, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, the question I was gonna ask: Have you guys ever had the uh, the? Because my car does this when say something is wrong, where because Kyle, you mentioned where you, you push on the brake and you press start. Where you push on the brake, turn the key, and then the brake kind of pushes up at you. I don't know. Oh, man, that's such a scary... The first time that happened to me, I had to be, like, in high school, and the brake just, like... It's like a balloon, and it just pushed back, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, that's, that's kind of when, so my, when mine was dead. The battery was like was dead. rigor mortis. The brake pedal was, like, <laughs> stiff. Yeah, yeah was, that's the thing, is, like, when I was trying to start it, it did feel it felt different it didn't like push back but it felt like it wasn't like going down all the way or something no i think gave, yeah. gave some cats a pushback on it i was not happy it was about very it. strange um well so it's very disappointing. Kyle, it's very funny that you uh explained uh, basically a bad day bad couple days with the vehicle um i had a bad travel day um mm. very stressful travel day went to go see the lady this weekend um now first the first part of this is my fault um I'm a bit of a workaholic. I've been coming. I've been realizing lately, uh, and I was trying to get something done. Anders, and I was trying to like I I could have sent it like an hour ago, but I was like, oh, I can also do this. Oh, I can also do this to get it like close to done as possible. And so I left work a little later than I uh, anticipated to. Uh, had to get a lift. Tried to get a lift uh, from my place to the airport, but. Lyft did this thing where, oh, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Oh, man, sorry, we're still looking, though. And I'm like, all right, cancel this shit, because obviously you don't have anything. Went to Uber, got an Uber, went to the airport. think my Uber driver was racist. 
beyond the point. Um, hmm. This guy had toll, which is you know supposed to be beneficial in you know cities that have tolls. Um, but he was one of those people who drive and is like constantly impatient. So there was a bit yeah. of traffic. And That's it, who you want driving you, yeah. No, 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 because... because that was sarcastic. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> sometimes... Love a great impatient driver. Sometimes uh, the impatience can backfire. So we were on the highway. There's some traffic, obviously. Because um, I'm leaving around 4 o'clock, 5-ish. Um, yeah, not a good time. I'm trying to... Get, my flight boards at 5.48... Um, I didn't know if initially it was 538, but I'm leaving my place at like 430 and we're on the highway. We're on the tollway or whatever. And he's there's some uh, there's some traffic so that he bounces off the tollways and then like is hitting the streets. And I'm like, mm. I start putting my GPS up and I'm like, mm, our time just went back like 10 minutes. That didn't help us at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this helped us in no way, shape or form. So that he's driving, driving, driving. He's getting frustrated. And we finally get to where we finally get to the airport. Now, Dallas Airport is very interesting because to get into the airport, there's essentially a well, DFW, there's a toll. So you have to either get a ticket, use your tolls. toll tag or something, um, but you have to pay to get you have to pay to get in and out of DFW. So he Freak went design. to what did you say? Great design. It is what a, actually what a great. What a great airport. Actually. I think it is. The pay ticket. I think it is actually good because that's another way for the the city, the state to gain money. And if they do right with the money, it's good. But um, it's smart on their part. Um, but so we get he gets in the toll tag line because obviously he has a toll tag. The person in front of us obviously does not have a toll tag, so <laughs> they are stuck at the gate. We are stuck. Cannot from, we cannot yeah. back up. This person can't back up. So we're stuck there for like another five minutes. He drops the R word. I was like, mm, don't like this guy. Mm, I was like, I really don't like this guy. <laughs> and then um, that person Radio. eventually goes through. We get through. Um, I had my glasses uh, tucked into my shirt. Uh, we get through. Instead of this is the thing that really pissed me off. So I told him, he asked me, I told him what gate I was at, and with DFW, you can get dropped off basically right at your gate if you go up to the top. Mm. This motherfucker went to the bottom and dropped me off at the, all the way back. I was like, why did you, why did I tell you my gate <laughs> if you're going to fucking drop me down? You son of a bitch. So get out the car. Well, they might have get up. drop-offs for those specific cars. Nope, nope, doesn't, nope, doesn't matter. Doesn't, I get I got picked up on the top shelf. You can drop me off at the top shelf. DFW well, is so top convenient. Shelf, drop off is below. It's so convenient, man. There's like it would make more sense to. It makes drop so much more sense to drop on the top. It makes so much more sense. Drop the top. No, um, yeah, do it. R- drop off. But is below. so I've been there many so, times. Again, no one's checking. That's my thing. It's not, it's not like Atlanta yes, where there's constant police presence. I know, but presence. we follow the signs. <laughs> Drop on the top. Could have dropped me on the top. They're just trying to anyway, split it into two um, different ones. That's all they're doing. Could have dropped me on the top. Anyway, um, so the thing that happened to me in New Orleans happened to me again. Where I look at, I go to my, I click the boarding pass, and it says, "This is not a boarding pass. See a boarding agent." So now it's five. It's like five fourteen again. I board. <clears throat> boarding starts at five thirty eight. Mm-hmm. So 
It's like 514. I get out. Now I have to take the elevator up. And then I have to go down to where the sp- uh, the spirit counter was. Don't. Let's not talk about the spirit thing. Um, go down to where the spirit counter is. Give the person my thing. They p- bring me in. And then I have to then walk. So I'm looking. At, so when I first walked in, there was a gate there. And... It was like less than 10 minutes. I was like, all right, cool. Like a little TSA line. I was like, bet. Oh, okay. So in the one that's right near the one I was standing at said 20 minutes. I was like, I'm going to go back. That should be less than 10 minutes now because it's been a couple Somebody minutes. More. I get there, 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, happened to me son of a gun. More times than I want to say. <laughs> I'm like, son of a gun. But the good thing was I looked at my uh, boarding thing again, and now it said 548. So that was fine. Ah. So get through, get on, no big issues. Uh, and then I get on the plane. This is the last, last little kicker. <laughs> last little kicker. I get through TSA, and then I'm like, wait a second. I'm touching my chest. I'm like, oh. my glasses are gone. Oh! No. <laughs> Where did they go? I, I think because I had him tucked, and I had the seatbelt on. So I think when he – and he also kind of rushed me out of his car. I didn't, didn't like this guy. Um he sounds like a shithead. Uh, when I took the seatbelt off, I think it might have gotten caught and then popped out, mm-hmm. and I was in such a hurry that didn't I didn't even it. realize. Um, and then I You're get to so the last last leg of this. I get on the plane. I'm walking. I bought my seat. I'm walking down. 35F. I like to be in the back. I've mentioned this before. Somebody's sitting in my fucking seat. I'm like, my, you know how this works, right? Seat. <laughs> You've been on a plane before. And then he has an attitude when I tell him he's in my seat. I'm like, Jesus what Christ. the hell? I don't know, man. Yeah. It was it's fucking ridiculous. It was a weird, weird travel day. Got Everything ended up going smoothly. Got to where I was going. Nothing. By the end of it, yeah. But, man, it, it was, a, it was a, quite the, quite the nerve-wracking, like, hour plus. So, yeah does sound that way how much did you, you pay there. for the trips to and Very fro stressful. airport to and fro i bought the ticket day before to and i'm fro. talking about uh, for the drive to the airport and the drive back oh my gosh it was it was terrible there were it, lyft was fucked because i think that everybody went over to uber because they were surging um i dropped over 100 bucks in fucking how Ubers. much is parking you to and, and fro remote see park. i i usually park greg greg okay i usually park i was say i usually park but again so with these next couple of weeks i know i'm gonna be super busy once i got paid on the 15th i was like let me go to atlanta now because i might not have another chance for like a month so when i went to go pay for parking parking was already sold out so i couldn't park at the airport i usually always park at the airport but I usually okay. always buy That's my tickets like two, sure. three, four weeks in advance. Trying to save you some yeah. little, a little trust, some change. Trust there. me, I, 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 I'm fully aware, sir. <laughs> DF, I. That's the one thing that I. I don't think I've mentioned this before. That's the one thing I may miss if I were to ever leave the Dallas Fort Worth area. DFW is such a like great experience from the parking, from pulling up to pick up people. It is yeah. ideal. Whereas Atlanta. It's so stressful, and you're yeah. constantly being rushed, and it's not convenient or customer-friendly. Like, from the TSA, everything, DFW is first class for me. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. Pretty good, normally. Cool. Well, on to something very serious. 
that uh, my disappointment. Good thing we went first. You know, you know how people say they don't see race. You know, people say that, and you're always like, "Well, we've well, heard that from race. time to time. Heard well, that. I've heard that from time to time. I totally became that today when on my Squirtle, I could not see the fucking word racist to save my goddamn life. I looked and looked at the damn puzzle. <laughs> I knew there was a six-letter word I couldn't find, and I like, took me forever. I could not find the word Pokemon? racist. It's it's Boggle. Jesus Christ! You get the grid of letters, and you. I guess I, I guess I don't see race either. <laughs> Greg is so not a racist; he doesn't even know what the word. Is. <laughs> Can't even, even identify the word. The word. Complete opposite. <clears throat> that was rough. Does the concept rough is rough day. Not even in his head. I swear to God, I spent an hour <laughs> not seeing racist. No <laughs> lights. No lights. Nazi racist. <laughs> The Jen Carey on Instagram, <laughs> Florida, specifically Ron DeSantos, who's a fucking oh, a great guy. Nazi terrorist of a man who flew immigrant migrants up to Napa Valley for Hum- a human trafficker, Napa a Valley. human, human trafficker. trafficker, a literal a pu- human sorry. trafficker. I've been doing a lot of editing on that. <laughs> been doing a lot of editing on that wide show. They were in Napa the last two episodes. Mark has been here. It's called the Napa of the East. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the show hey. I'm working on. A lot of wine. They're in Napa the last two episodes. A lot of words so, being thrown around. Yes. Yeah, human traffic to migrants up to, Na- uh, damn it, Martha's Vineyard um, to make a spectacle out of it. That's my uh, favorite porn. Despicable human being. Despicable. Martha's Crazy. Vineyard. DTR on the Discord. DTR on the Discord. DTR. DTR on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment of the week. Uh, it's a new one. Bad people. Like Ron DeSantis. Like Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis is the worst, though. Highbrow Canute on the Discord. Yes. Disappointments. Not being very confident and pronouncing the name of the 500 tooth dinosaur. Scott pronounced it if he turns up. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Who's the 500? I mean, he, he didn't even. He didn't even <laughs> I was like, who's the 500? I don't know what the hell this is. There's two Where? pictures it's a of Brontosaurus, Tyrannosaurus, Stegosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Did I say that? Is it discovered in Toronto? Tyrannosaurus? Is that T Rex's name? That's the T. I haven't seen it in so long. Tyrod. Stegosaurus. Tyrod, punctured in the Lungosaurus. Yumio on the Discord disappointed all my fantasy leagues and pickums. What? I'm just hemorrhaging money at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Disappointed all my fantasy leagues and pickums. In all my, I'm just hemorrhaging money at this point. He got hemorrhaging right, but couldn't put it in. He nailed (laughs) him. He probably used auto. Disappoint. He disappointed them. Yeah, he disappointed his fantasy leagues. That is true. Yeah, he did. Disappointed all my fantasy leagues. That's a good point. And pickums. <laughs> and pickums. And pickums. On to the encouragements. Oh no, I can't find the drop for that one. But I got something to say. Perfect. Stories that make us feel happy. 
So I was listening to, so we mentioned um, it earlier, but Pete Holmes' podcast. I did the wrong job. <laughs> Pete Holmes' podcast, uh, You Made It Weird. Uh-huh. I was listening to Kevin Smith on there from a couple, like last week maybe. You made it weird. But he, he talked about, you know, you hear about trolls all the time. They get on social media and just bitch about stuff. But he had a good take on it. And he was very eloquent about discussing it. And I have a little clip, a minute or so of him talking, which I found. Oh, my God. Uh, very inspirational. I always try to tell the negative people, it's just like, you're doing it fucking wrong. Like, if you hate my guts, don't sit around bitching about how much I suck. Use that as fuel to do the thing you need to do. Because if I suck and you're superior to me, clearly you can do what I do. I should be encouraging to you. Not a fucking like somebody that you bash. I should be your fucking lodestar because you're like, if this fucking backwards chimp has a career, then clearly there's going to be a place for me at the table. But instead, people are content to just sit there and be like, oh, fuck him and fuck this and fuck those people. It's such a tremendous waste of their time and energy. Like the amount of time you sit around telling a motherfucker how much you hate shit and how this needs to be fucked and this needs to be fixed is time you could be creating something, creating something of your own that fosters a fucking living. I make a living out of being positive. Motherfuckers, I know there are some people who make a living out of being negative, but there are a bunch of motherfuckers who just be negative for fucking free. And it's like... That was my favorite part. Is that some <laughs> motherfuckers just being negative for free. Negative for those, free. Those are that the worst. Good. There's people that make money. Another person... Be but doing it for free. I love that part. I was at another person who I was happy for success. Uh, I listened to You Made Weird when Pete got crashing. That was big. When he got the Beat Home show yeah, first, and then when he got crashing. Too. Yeah, there's two big moments. But I'm just encouraged that a big star just sees it how it should be. It's just like, well, they're, they're just unhappy in their own lives. They are upset they can't do, but they're not trying to do. They're just happy just being negative for free. So fuck them. Be positive. That reminds me of like one of my favorite sports quotes. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase it here and just give the sentiment and not the actual quote. But when LeBron uh, went to the Heat and he lost against the Mavericks, uh, his quote was effectively, the sentiment was, well, it doesn't matter because I still have a great life. And all you miserable fucks <laughs> who are rooting against me have to go back to your shitty lives and your shitty job tomorrow. <laughs> Just made him that much more endearing. <laughs> I loved it. I was rooting against him that whole final. And then when he gave that quote, I was like, oh, shit. I think I just like I yeah, like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough athletes do that. Oh, man. It was such a great moment. In his. Uh, it was such a turning point in his career. To um, go back to your shitty uh, so, uh, my encouragement is it happened again. Um, I believe this happened uh, when while we were recording the podcast. It had to because we were recording the podcast during the pandemic. And during the pandemic, uh, one day I woke up and I was Pando. sitting at one day I woke up and I was sitting at my dinner table in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and I uh, tweeted at one uh, kid, Cuddy uh, Scott Meskety, uh if you know him personally. Um, uh, who? Who's this? Scott Meskety, uh the uh, creator of Mad Solar, the production company. Huh. Uh, musician, 
actor. First, some, first some hearing. Uh, first some hearing. And uh, he retweeted me. He retweeted me back then. Oh, it was a this. very, very cool moment. Uh, made my day. Made my day. Um, and then last night he tweeted something out. And he said, Pearl is out right now. Intergalactic coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, in a week or so. Um, two Mad Solar projects about uh, come out. Mad Solar, his production company, and I, I quote tweeted that, and I said, actually, if you count X, which um, came out, actually, I was like, actually, man, <laughs> if you loop in X from earlier this year, that's three Mad Solar things that came out this calendar year. You should be really proud of yourself. I, I plan on seeing all of these things, and uh, I tweeted that last night, and uh, woke up today on my drive to work. Got to work and you know got my coffee and everything, and then uh, my phone dings. Uh, smelling phone sense. doesn't ding. Um, I have it on vibrate at all times. Phone vibrates and I look at it and I have a retweet again oh. from one Scott Meskety. and I was like, oh, best friends, your best friends. Like I was like, exactly. Like I said, if you know him good enough, you call him Scott Meskety. I know him well enough now. He's tweeted, wrote, uh, retweeted me twice, so <laughs> that, it really, really got the day going on the right foot there. Um, and then this was a bonus thing. After I even put this in the in the lowdown, went to Trader Joe's to get the wine I'm sipping on right now, and I walk in. Kid Cuddy was there. <laughs> it bought some mescaldi. And <laughs> mescaline. I walk in and I'm I'm walking in. You know I got my headphones on because I'm headphone Joe. And no. this person is kind of flagging me down. It's uh, somebody who works at Trader Joe's. He's flagging me down in a way. And I'm like, oh, man, is he trying to tell me something? Uh, and he's like pointing to his chest. He's pointing to his chest. And I'm like, what is he referring to? So I look, down, hanging there. I look down at my chest <laughs> and I realize I'm wearing my Kid Cudi hoodie. God, and then damn. he gives me the thumbs up, and I'm like, Jesus "Let's Christ. fucking go, man! This is a, this is a marvelous day." It's like your fourth kid cutting top. <laughs> I know. This episode, <laughs> Kid Cudi circles fun, the wagon. Man, they were the episode. OFT, I don't know how you have not heard of Kid Cudi if you've ever listened to this show. Yeah, I don't know. How. Like that, that <laughs> comment makes zero sense. Makes no sense at all. Oh, man. Well, congratulations. Um, I'm doing a retweet of my own. Check out Intergalactic uh, this topic. September 30th. With an E. I am retweeting Greg's comment With last e. week about cheese it Puffs because oh, I got to try man. them. Puffed. How did we not bring this up at Puffed. this point? Oh, because yeah. I've, I've been saving it for my encouragement. cheese it Puffs. Uh, the, the hot new snack on the scene that Greg told us about last week. I got my hands on them. I got my hands dusty from them. Because, damn, they are good. So, I'm encouraged that this new snack... They're basically like Cheetos, just a different shape, but they got the cheese at flavor. I think that's kind of what you said. But uh, the cheese, the Cheeto puffy kind, not the crunchy kind. But Obviously. God damn. They're, they're so easy to, to slam down because they're like that airy puff that just kind of yeah, melts in your mouth. It literally you melts. It disappears. It went to shove like the, uh, a new low community. Or a pirate booty. It's like the pirate booty. Mm. Went crazy for it. Yeah, yeah, that was big. I, and that was, and, and when that happened, I was like, "Man, we we some big small company should fucking sponsor us because we have a bit of an influence, um, or whatever, whoever." Because Greg mentioned it. Greg mentioned it, and I. Uh, well, he sold them. He, that's it. He, he sold, sold them basically. And I went he to the gas station to get some snacks because I had planned on doing some stuff after the show last week. And I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, let me grab them." 
Didn't eat them then. Didn't eat them then. And then took them to work with me the next day. That's when I took the picture of them. And then I started to melt into a new dimension. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. What did Greg just put me on? Because this is What is happening? He's destroyed my life now. <laughs> I was like, this is like, this is like yeah, I had the, uh, luxurious. I had the white cheddar first, of course. Top flavor. <laughs> Obviously. Then I got the, I got, I had the cheese ones too, but then I had the scorched I went around hot to joints. The, went around to the grocery store, got the scorched hot ones. Oh. So I'm like, what a trifecta. Yeah. Trifecta. They, they, they've all done themselves. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, if you, if you guys have had Pirate's Booty, it's that same kind of uh, texture, that same kind of consistency. But it's packed with all the cheese it flavor. The cheese it dust yeah, in the, like, the flavor. Just, you know, oh if you man, put them in your mouth what a, what and bite them on the right way, they cut and they separate in the middle. Somehow. That edge. Somehow. I like that edge. Doesn't seem like a good crunchy it edge. Does. I like that. I like that. Uh, I might be crazy, but I like that deflating of it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like just like taking the air out of it. That still oh, going so. <laughs> so good. So They're good. very good. <sighs> Got my mitts on them. All right. Well, what have we learned? Oh no, we have. Can I? Oh, get we got more. Ha, ha, every day. Anyway, nobody. Highbrow Canute on the Discord. Encouragement. Oh, God, he's got two. Number one, finally submitted some work documents that I've been dragging out for over a year. Number two is getting a day off to mourn Freddie Mercury's band, Queen. What? It's talking about the they, queen, got, they got tomorrow king. off oh. or today because it's already tomorrow. They got days off for that, too? Keys. Yeah. Hey, there is whatever. Yeah, they got there. Thursday off, which Mercury's is going on right queen. now. Speaking of Freddie Mercury, sense. Queen, sure. have you guys uh, seen this trailer for the Whitney Houston movie? I saw the trailer. Yeah. That movie, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the movies that are just like washing the balls of the people. It's celebrating, and then the nerve of them I to say a nerve, the nerve of them to say because all of the imagery in there is just like glossy great things about Whitney Houston no really struggle or anything don't talk about her struggles with addiction or anything barely hints at that there's like a one shot where you see her getting married and then has the nerve to say in it Whitney Houston have you never seen her before there was not one shot of her struggling with her addiction I was like no this looks like everything I've seen of her I I hate (laughs) biopics I haven't seen it so I don't know I think I music imagine. biopics I mean, may be the way she worse. died. I mean, come on, the That's worst genre on earth. <laughs> well, I think music documentaries may be the worst because the problem not is biopics. Sorry, biopics. The problem is you want to straddle the line. You don't want to put this person in a negative light because you want to have the music rights, but to give a full right. portrayal, you won't you be able to do off. that. So, if it's anybody else, you can go that far because there's not anything you need. To sign off on, it's all public domain, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yumi on, on, on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Enc- oh my god! Encouraged by the possibility of turning my weekly pick failures into success. Yeah, last oh, week was a rough. way of looking at it. Last spin. week was rough. Spin. On, I mean, the NFL season has been crazy. Actually, yeah. uh, last week did pretty good there. Yeah, last week did pretty. Yeah, crushed. Yeah, we were both in last, last week. Last game, tied for first. 
Especially with that <laughs> last right game middle. of the week right there, man. Ooh, crush that. Ooh. You yeah. fools. So many fools. So many fools. So many fools picked the Vikings. And so many fools picked the Colts. Cags, let's go. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn this week, fellas? Something quick. Jackson. Something quick. Holy hell. Holy uh, learn how old Danny Trejo is. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I learned that Kyle has a, a love for, and this, I learned it yesterday, but Kyle has a love for EDM. Mm-hmm. Big fan. I learned that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Go to yeah. our shop.nulo.co and get some merch. I just bought a t-shirt this week. Can't wait to get it. You did. Just shipped today. The Anulo Network. Pretty sweet-ass design. Uh, you can get t-shirts, stickers, caps, uh, masks. Or hats. Hats. Nope, no hats. Just caps. Everything you need to know about us. Uh, if, you, if you saw Popstar, it's definitely hats. <laughs> hats? Anyways, give us a call at 424-260-6969. Have your voice heard. Don't forget to listen to all the shows on the Anulo Podcast Network. Who does a podcast? Cheers to the Press Box. Mm. Misbehavior Journal Club. All top-notch podcasts available on all the places you can find podcasts. If I left anything out, like I said, you can find everything at anulo.co. Thanks again. And remember, it's been a rad, rad world. This is the time to say goodbye to all our low-life friends. We tricked you into listening, but now it has to end. See ya. Can't hear shit. I was going to do that.